Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you might be joining us. Welcome to the Purpose and Beyond Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly R. Jackson. Let's just get right into it as we always do. This is our Monday morning discipleship. Monday morning discipleship. And uh, if you're listening, you may be hearing it on Monday afternoon, Monday evening. Amen. So we do apologize for the lateness, um, but we had a lot of things going on on the home front on today. So uh, we're not going to waste a lot of time with that. Let's just get right into it as we always do. Again, this is Monday Morning Discipleship, and we've been in a series called Living with the Enemy. And we've been talking about living with the enemy for the past uh, three, four weeks, I believe. And so uh, we're going to continue with that theme on today, living uh, with the enemy. And so want to share some thoughts with you all again on today. Now, where, where we started, our jumping off point was the end of the seventh chapter of Romans. We were looking at uh, Romans chapter seven, verses 14. Uh, through 25. But then we continue on over into Romans chapter eight, as we're talking about uh, this sin nature that we have talking about this battle that we have going on inside of us, you know, that will, even when we want to do the right thing, uh, we wind up doing the wrong thing. And, and, you know, we've discussed the fact that uh, we're in a constant battle daily to try to do the right thing, to try to live according uh, to the word of God. And so it's a constant battle. And so um, even in the midst of that, though, when we have the spirit of God in us, uh, we can win. And so that's kind of where we're going to pick up on today uh, with the time that we have as we continue in the series. So I'm going to look at uh, over in Romans chapter eight, and I'm going to look at a few verses. We're going to do the New Living Translation. I'm going to look at verses nine through 14, nine through 14, Romans chapter eight, verses nine through 14. And what, we're just going to walk through scripture today as we continue this conversation, living with the enemy. So I'm going to read uh, those verses first. And then what we're going to do is we're just going to go through and give you some thoughts on that. And then we're going to be out the way on today. Romans chapter eight, starting at verse nine, again, new living translation says simply this, but you are not controlled by your sinful nature. You are controlled by the spirit. If you have the spirit of God living in you and in parentheses, it says, and remember that those who do not have the spirit of Christ living in them do not belong to him at all. And Christ lives within you. So even though your body will die because of sin, the spirit gives you life because you have been made right with God. The spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. And just as God raised Christ Jesus from the dead, he will give you he will give life to your mortal bodies by the same spirit living within you. Therefore, dear brothers and sisters, you have no obligation to do what your sinful nature urges you to do for if you live by its dictates you will die but if through the power of the spirit you put to death the deeds of your sinful nature you will live for all who are led by the spirit of God are children of God y'all see that and so that's Romans chapter 8 we looked at verses 9 through 14 that was a new living translation and so even as we look at that as we've been talking about uh, living with the enemy we, we see that 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 Paul uh, basically makes a statement here. He, he basically lets us know. He says um, we are not controlled in the New Living Translation. We are not controlled. Those of us who are saved and born again, we are not to be controlled by our sinful nature. New King James Version says, but you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If indeed the spirit of God dwells in you. Now, if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ, he is not his. And so we talked last week. We talked last week about that uh, walking according to the flesh versus walking in the flesh. Right. And so in this moment, 
Paul is reminding us. He says, listen, you know, as, as he says uh, uh, in Second Corinthians uh, 5 and 17, he says, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away and behold, all, all things become new. And so Paul is reminding us of this. He's basically saying, he's saying, listen, you're saved now. Now, if you're saved, now I want you to hear me good here. He's saying, if you're saved, you can no longer, you are no longer in the flesh, but you are in the spirit. Now, now again, and, and I wanted to make sure that, that, that you all heard me there when I said that, when I said, if you're saved, if you're saved, he's saying, if you're saved, right? You are no longer in the flesh. So we talked last week about that. And if you missed it last week, go back and check that out. We talked about walking according to the flesh versus being in the flesh. He's saying, if you're saved, you're no longer walking in the flesh. Again, verse nine, but you are not, you are not in the flesh. New living translation. He says, but you are not controlled by your sinful nature. I submit to you, my brother, my sister, and again, as, as we've been talking about living with the enemy, as we talked about the end of chapter seven, I told you all, I said, we have, we're in a battle every day, every day of your life. You're in a battle with sin because you're born in sin and shaped in iniquity. Every, every day, the devil's going to try to get you to do something against your new nature. Every single day you're in a battle, right? But there's a difference y'all in being in a battle. And as I said last week and having had surrender and said, we're not even battling anymore. You win devil. Paul is saying to us here, you are not controlled by your sinful nature. You are controlled by the spirit. If you have the spirit of God living in you. Now, again, you may go against that every now and then, but you are not controlled by it. Simply put, you are not ruled by it. Your sinful nature should not be making you as we like to blame the devil. The devil made me do it. Your sinful nature (laughs) should not be making you do any of those things anymore because you say that you're saved. Now I want to put some emphasis here because, you know, it was a conversation actually me and my wife, uh, you know, have been having, we had a couple days ago and we talked about people being saved and people saying that they're saved and, and we're, you know, struggling. And, you know, we were having a conversation where, where she and I were, were having the discussion about how we battle every day. You know, and these are the conversations that my wife and I will have, you know, honey, what are you battling every day? Here's what I'm battling every day because we know we're not perfect. We know every day we got to get up and try. I'm not just saying this to you all on the podcast and I'm, I'm saying this every day in my own life. My wife and I are having the same conversations every day. We got to get up and try every day. We got to make sure that we don't watch this walk according to the flesh. But we, we were having this conversation about this. And, and one of the things that, that we came to was that, listen, if, if you're really saved, you're, you're, you're not, as, as Paul said, we're not controlled by that nature. You may slip from time to time. You may have a moment, as we've talked about as well in this series. You may have a moment, but we are not controlled by that nature. And at some point you have to allow your new nature. I'm a new creature in Christ. At some point you have to say, I'm going to allow this new nature that I have to take control. This isn't about what we used to do. This is about who we are right now. And Paul is saying this right here. He's saying, uh, in either version, he says, you're not in the flesh, you're in the spirit now. And he was like, if you have the spirit of God in you, that's what's controlling you. He said, if you don't have the spirit of God in you, you don't belong to God, right? He says right here, he says, listen, those who don't have New Living Translation, he says, remember, 
that those who do not have the spirit of Christ living in them do not belong to him at all. And I submit to you, my brother, I submit to you, my sister, that if we're if we're not exhibiting that new that new life, if we're not exhibiting that new creature behavior, if we're not resistant to that old nature, if we're just surrendering, if we're just controlled, then you've got to be honest with yourself when it comes to this question about whether or not you're controlled. You've just got to be honest with yourself and say, am I really controlled by this? Am I, you know, is this is this a moment? Or, or does Satan have me in his grips? Is, am I just doing whatever my flesh is telling me to do? And again, there's that battle. You and the enemy. And the enemy is inside you, right? And so Paul is saying here, you, you, you're not supposed to be that way. So you can have a moment, but you're not controlled by it, right? And so then he goes on to say, look, in verse 10, he says, And Christ lives within you. So even though your body will die because of sin, right? Because we have to die because of sin. That's the reason that, that you and I have to depart the earth here. We have to leave here. He says, and though your body will die because of sin, the spirit gives you life because you have been made right with God. So, so even as your body may expire you, because you're a spiritual creature. Now you should be like, well, that this body, this body is going to die, but it's going to, going to die because of sin. But my spirit has given me new life with Christ. I've been made right. The Bible just said here, I've been made right. So even when I expire from this physical place, I've got somewhere to go. I've been made right with God. And then he goes on the, the verse 11. He says, the spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. And just as God raised Christ from the, Christ Jesus from the dead, he will give, he will give life to your mortal bodies by the same spirit living within you. He will give life to your mortal body, simply meaning, y'all, we don't have to die. And that's the end of the story. He's going to give you life. He's going to give life to your mortal body. And so in those moments, and this this is why it's so important that we do become saved. This is why it's so important that once we really tap into that, that, that saved lifestyle, right, living saved. I think I talked to you all about that uh, uh, either last episode or episode before that, when I talked about the difference between being saved and living saved, we are saved by confession. You know, you confess Romans, Romans uh, uh, 10 and nine, you confess, you know, with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is the son of God. And he was raised from the dead on that third day. You're saved. But now after that, you've got to start living saved. And there's a difference between, being saved and living saved. And so what we see here, what we see here, as we bring it back to our theme here, living with the enemy, Paul is basically saying to us now, now that, that nature, that, that body that you're in, that, that sin nature, it, it, it can, it can raise up at any time. But if you got the spirit of the living God in you, you can resist that. Why? Why? What, what, what did we say back in verse nine? He says, you are no longer controlled by your sinful nature. And so even though I may slip up and do do wrong every now and then, I'm not controlled by that nature, which means that I'm not. Let me thank you, Holy Spirit. The Lord just said it to me as plain as day. You ain't going to make a habit out of living against the word of God. You're not going to make this thing habit. One of the things let me let me give you a side note here before I, I deal with the rest of this text here. One of the things that I brought up in my book, Overcoming Your Pharaoh, and I talked about 
the 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 fact that that we like to do things these days and we call uh, we call it being transparent. We like to tell people about our flaws and say we're being transparent. And I did a section in my book, Overcoming Your Pharaoh, called the Transparency Code. And one of the things that I was talking about was that, you know, on the one hand, it's good that as Christians, we are transparent. That we allow people to understand that we're not perfect. Again, not to show off your stuff, not to show off how wrong you can be, (laughs) you know, not to show I can sin with the best of them. Not for that reason, but to show people that even as we're discussing here, as Paul says at the end of Romans chapter seven, I am still a work in progress. I still have to work at this every day. This didn't just go away because I got baptized. This didn't just go away just because I joined the church because I'm in the choir, because I'm a deacon, because I'm a preacher, because I'm a pastor. You know, sin is still present every day. I got to get up and work at it every day. But one of the things I talked about in the transparency code as we get ready to wrap up this week, um, one of the things I talked about, as I said, there's a lot of people that are using transparency as a code. And what they're really doing is I'm going to tell you, this isn't about being transparent and telling you, hey, God is still working on me. I still got a ways to go. I still mess up. And we all do. But one of the things with the transparency code, as I was sharing, I was saying some people are simply telling you what they're still up to in case you catch them doing it. So it's not so much about being transparent as it is about the fact that I want you to know what I'm still up to. Sometimes in the name of being transparent, they're not telling you what they're battling. They're telling you what they surrendered to. You know, so, uh, you know, it's, it's one thing to say, you know, I love the Lord, but I still cuss. It, it, and, that, and that may be a reality, but are you trying to stop? <laughs> you, you know, so so that that's that's where the Christian has to be. I still I love the Lord and I'm saved, but I still fall short. And the, the, the completion of that should be but I'm trying every day. As, as, as Paul said in chapter seven, I'm trying every day to stop doing this stuff. Because if we looked at chapter seven, Paul said, I don't even understand some of this stuff. Sometimes I don't even understand why I'm doing what I'm doing. Right. So, so said all that to say, again, at the end of the day, uh, the, the, as we put in the book, the transparency code, sometimes people are just telling you what they're doing. And when you catch them, they can say, well, you know, so-and-so told me they still battle with that. They told me that's still a struggle. But, how, how, you know, how many times we going to keep going? Because as Paul is saying here, as we bring it back to the text, he's saying, listen, God gave you life because of the spirit living inside of you. God is not going to give you a spirit. God is not going to be inside of you. And you all can't defeat the devil together. You can defeat him. Right. So so let me read on. I want to read these last couple of verses. Here. I'm going to go through these and then we're going to be out of here on today. Um, Paul says in verse 12. Going back to chapter eight, Romans chapter eight, verse 12. Therefore, dear brothers and sisters, you have no, now listen to this. He says, you have no obligation to do what your sinful nature urges you to do. Paul says, you are not obligated. I want you to hear me good. You are not obligated to do everything that comes up into your mind that is against God. You are not obligated. That's where the transparency code comes in. I'm just keeping it real with y'all, but you can fight this thing. You don't have to do wrong just because it was presented to you because the devil is still going to present things to you. 
I often remind people that Jesus came out of the baptism pool. He went into the wilderness and fasted 40 days and there was a devil presenting things to him. If he will present things to Jesus, he's not afraid to present things to you because you don't have the same power that Jesus had. Now, this power that God puts inside you, it is of God. You need God. Right. If he's not afraid, as if I can just make it plain here, as I've often said to people, if he's not afraid to get in Jesus face, knowing who he is, he's certainly not afraid to get in your face. Right. So Paul says here, you are not obligated. You have no obligation to do what your sinful nature urges you to do. You don't have to do as you as you battle every day, as you battle that enemy. The enemy is telling you this is what we ought to do. You have no obligation to do it. Y'all understand that there's so many of us that will do wrong and we act as if we're obligated. We act as if we had to do it. I didn't have a choice. I had to tell her off. I had to cuss her out. I had, you know, you did not have, you have no, if you say you're saved, you are under no obligation to do what that nature says. Let me hurry on here with the time I have left. Verse 13. For if you live by its dictates, you live by the dictates of that sinful nature, you will die. But if, but if through the power of the spirit, you put to death, the deeds of the sinful nature, you will live. And then verse 14, for all who are led by the spirit of God are children of God. He's saying, if you through the power, you cannot do it on your own. We, we keep losing to the devil because we keep trying to defeat him on our own. You cannot do it on your own. But Paul says, if you do this, if you do this through the power of the spirit, you put to death the deeds of your sinful nature, you will live. Now, let, let, let me leave it right here because I'm going to pick this up again on next week. Let me leave it right here. When we think about living, this is why Bible class is so very important. My brother, my sister, this is why it's so very important, because people that say they're saved, People that claim to to be living according to the spirit of God, not walking according to the flesh anymore. This is why they need to be in Bible class, because so many times I could read this scripture to somebody and they will they will immediately just think about this side of heaven. They will think about the flesh. They will think. So if I do that, then I'm going to live a long life down here on earth. No, you're going to live forever with Jesus. But you've got to put to death the deeds of your sinful nature. We're going to talk about that on next week, about how you can kill it off. You've got to put this thing to death. So as we started, and we talked about in Romans chapter 7, Paul says, every day I'm fighting. By the time we get here, Paul says, but you can put it to death through the Spirit. You can put those sinful deeds, you can put that sinful nature to death through the Spirit. But the last thing I'm going to tell you here today is that you got to do it Every day. We're going to talk next week about killing it off and how we got to do it every day, because some of us, some of us believe that we can just get rid of this and it'll just go away and never bother us again. But I want you to know, my brother, my sister, I want you to know that the devil is persistent. He will not give up as long as there's breath in your body. He's going to keep trying. He is persistent. And he'll have you doing some stuff that you thought you kicked six months ago, two years ago, you thought you was done with that. And he'll bring it right back to you. 
So, so we're going to talk next week about that. We'll talk about how we can get rid of, how we can kill it off, how we can kill it off because the devil is persistent, but you're going to have to do it every day. That's all the time that we have for Monday morning discipleship. I pray that you all were blessed by what we had to share on today. And we're going to pick it up again on next week, living with the enemy, living with the enemy. Let me give you our tag as we always do very quickly. Uh, if you'd like to keep up with the ministry, the best way to do that is to check us out at the ministry's website. That website is www.krjministries.org. Again, that's www.krjministries.org. Stop by there. We do believe that you will be blessed. We also encourage you, if you'd like to pick up any of our written works, best way to do that is to check us out at the publishing website. That website, www.krjpublishing.com. Again, that's www.krjpublishing.com. As always, we encourage you to like, share, subscribe to this podcast. Wherever you listen to podcasts, we do believe that it will be a blessing to you. That's all the time that we have for Monday morning discipleship. We thank you all for checking us out here on The Purpose and Beyond Podcast. And we will see you all on next time. Be blessed.